there's something um, that Jesus, uh, you, you see in the writings here, it says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not practice what I tell you? So, you know, this is a question. It's, it's a question to the church. It's a qu- question to the body of Christ. It's, uh, it, it's a question to believers. And, um, but Jesus goes on to say this. He says, everyone who comes to me. Point number one today, uh, if, you, if you're taking messages, these are great things to see in, in, in Luke because th- there are three things here that, that we must do as believers. We have to realize, uh, point number one, everyone must come to Christ Jesus. He, he is the foundation. The Bible says there's no other, there is no other way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, John 14, 6, we understand that, and, and we can preference that. That's the foundation of our, our faith. That's the foundation of why we're Christians and why, 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 we choose, um, why we choose to serve Jesus. Secondly, you can see, uh, first, everyone who comes to me. Secondly, everybody that listens. We understand that you, you, there has to be there has to be, you know, a, a foundation where we're where we're setting ourselves up, where we're hearing the word of God. You know, faith, uh, you know, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I'm going to touch base on that in a second. And, and lastly, uh, the the person that listens to me or listens to my words and obeys. The third point, even today, is obeys because we understand that there is an obeying in the commands of the Word of God that we have to follow as children of God. So those are three things I wanted to highlight today. But as, as you look at this text, one of the things that I, I, I love is um, Jesus is not making things difficult for the church nor for the body of Christ. He uses words like practical, sensible. You know, that, that how we come to Him, it, it's, it's a very... It's a very practical way in which we approach Christ. I don't know if you, if you go back and you think about your salvation and when you got saved, and if you're not saved today, listen, today you can, re, you can reconnect. You can, you can, if you've never given your heart to Jesus Christ today, you can do that. Rest assured that there's, there's a Savior, that, uh, that He paid an ultimate price for you. And so you can get your heart right with the Lord today, and you can, you can come home if you're apart from Him. You can come home. So it's important to understand that we all need a, we all need a Savior. But it's very practical and sensible. You know, you know, even this text, you know, I think about it. You know, we've talked about this as we've been talking about foundations. When, um, when the storms of life hit, when, when, when the flood comes in, you know, the Bible says that God will raise up a standard. We are, his, we are that standard. So we understand that when the storms of life hit, when things get shaky or something happens, we, 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 we can be rest assured that there's a foundation that we have. That foundation is Christ Jesus. My house, that foundation is built upon a rock. So when the winds of, of, uh, or the trials of, of things happen, I, I'm going to rest and know, you know what, I'm not going to be shaken. I'm not going to be moved. I'm going to rest in Christ Jesus you know, I'm not going to be, you know, the world's not determining how I live. The, you know, you guys, even if we were to hit, re, you know, we go back and hit rewind, you know, in 2019, 2020. You know, you can, you can look and see where, where the world is, is going after and inviting everybody to, to look like the world. You know, we, we had uh, the COVID hit. You know, they'll probably kick us off if you mention COVID. You, you know, you, you had that hit, but you, you seen what, what you seen take place was an alignment. We want everybody to do this. We want everybody to do that. We, you know, there's an alignment in which the world is pushing. I, I'm, I gotta, 
I don't know where we're going to go today. Praise Jesus. We're going somewhere today, I promise you, though. You, you can see that there was a push to get everybody, you know, it's, it, it, everybody moving in the same direction. But see, God's raised up a standard. We're that standard. We're the church. We're the living church of Jesus Christ. And listen, we don't bow to a world that, 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 that's, headed, that's headed in a wrong direction. We don't, we don't bow to that. We, we, don't, we don't conform. And, and see, that's the thing. We have to understand that as, as a church and as believers, we, listen, we don't look anything like the world. You know, I, I remember when I was younger, I first read the, I read the, I read the text about how, how we were aliens. You know, as a Christian, you're an alien. And I thought, I was very young in my faith. I was like, alien, space, different. And I, and I thought to myself, well, I guess that's true. We don't think, we don't talk, we don't act. Listen, and I'll, I'll say this, we don't talk like the world. You, you know, your, your, speech, your speech comes under the discipline of faith by the Word of God and through the Word of God. So your speech has to line up with God, amen, as a believer. But, you know, Jesus is saying, saying this. He said, everyone who comes to me. So I, I want to look at this point number one. Everyone comes to Jesus. Listen, we come, we come to Him by, by the way of salvation. But I, I've got to tell you today, it, it doesn't just stop at salvation. And oftentimes we think, well, I'm, I'm going to heaven. Praise Jesus, we're going to heaven. But we understand through the preaching of last week that there are rewards that, that, that await every believer in heaven. It's not that you just make heaven. It's that there are things in heaven that are waiting on you. The things that you do on earth, are they going to be burned up? Or are they going to pass through the fire? That was last week. I'm not going to get into that, but go back and listen to that message because you have to understand it doesn't just stop at salvation. It, it, it's, it's the beginning for every believer. You know, Miranda was talking last night. We, we were just, uh, she said it's, it's, like a, it's like an oak tree. You know, when, when, when you plant an oak tree, what's that oak tree going to look like 25 years from now? It's still going to look like an oak tree, right? But... But it's going to be bigger. It's going to be stronger. It, it, it's, 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 it's going to have some weight to it. It's going to provide shade. You, you, you know, it's going to produce. And see, you know, it's going to drop acorns. See, that, that's a representation of our life. That when we come into Christ through salvation, yes, we're saved. But it, it's, it's now that we move into the realm of bearing fruit. I'm going to look at John 15 here in a second so you can get ready to go there. Because it's important that you understand that there's an abiding. That we, we have to abide in Christ Jesus. And He abides in us. There's a, there's a relationship there. But you have to understand that when we come into salvation, it's not just that I'm saved. It's that I'm, I'm, I'm going to be taking the steps to move this thing along. And I'm going to continue to continually grow in the things of Christ Jesus. Amen. Anybody growing in Christ? Amen. We're, so I, I, and I love that about this house. We, there's a lot of things. You know, I, I was thinking about the songs as we were singing today. And you know, and and you know, at times in here during worship, and you know, it was it was just there was a sweet presence here today. But at times, even during worship, we've come in here, and it, it's just it looked it's looked like it's been off the chains. People laughing, people falling on the floor, and then you know, and, and it's like, Pastor, does that bother you? No, it doesn't bother me because if people only knew what they had been through, if people had only known what they've had to overcome in their life, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> murderous spirits suicide, drugs, alcohol. If people only knew what people had to overcome, you know, you know listen, we would come in here, we would, be, we would be doing cartwheels in here. We'd have trampolines set up in the church, amen, jumping as high as we could jump. 
Because we would be thankful for what, you know, and you think about it. We, we, love, we love in America, we love our sports, we love all these things. And, you know, we'll go and we'll get radical. We love concerts, we love shows. But, you know, when we show up into the house of God, man, it should look the same. The world should, the world should not be out worshiping the church. Anybody with me today? The world shouldn't be out worshiping the church. When we come together to celebrate, we, it, it, church is a celebration. It's a place where you come in and you get, you get something. You get an injection of faith. You get something put in you that stirs you up that says, No, you know this week's, this week's stuff is, is nothing because Christ is my firm foundation. So please go back to this. There's got to be a coming to Jesus. Because I want, I want you to see this. There's got to be a continual coming to Jesus. It's not a one-time event. It's not just a one-time event. It's not, it's not just, I got saved and praise Jesus, I'm on my way to heaven. No, there's got to be a continual coming to Jesus. Amen? You've got, you know, when it gets hard, you've got to keep pressing in. You've got to keep coming to Him. Amen? If you've never came to Him the first time, you, you know, there's, there's got to be that original coming to Him. But, you know, listen, I've learned being saved for some years now. Even this week, you know, there was the coming to Jesus moment. There was the coming to Jesus moment. You ever have that with Him? You ever, you ever just, Lord, I'm a train wreck. I, I, you, know, I, you know, Lord, what, what, am I, what am I, Lord, what am I doing? And, it, and it's, it's the coming to Jesus where Jesus begins to, to reveal Himself. And, you know, and every time, you know, I, I, what I feel even, even greater even now is, is that love. You know, the Holy Spirit will slap you around. It, it, to be honest with you, we need that. Most people, you know, they think, oh, you know, this conviction thing, I, I don't really like it. No, you need it in your life. That's the check. That's the check in your... You need the Holy Spirit to slap you around. To, to, I mean, to grab you and headbutt you a few times. You, that's what you need. Because some of us are thick-skulled. I'm talking about me today. Nobody hears like that, right? Nobody deals with those kind. You know, so I'm talking... Just everybody say, he's talking about Pastor Brad. Yeah, so everybody say... So, yeah, he's talking about me. So, so but, you know, even in that, you have to understand that there, there's those moments where you've got to continually keep coming. You've got to keep going after Him. You've got to keep chasing after Him. You know, i got to keep chasing after Him. It's not that He's chasing me down. I have to chase after Him. I have to be in a place where I'm going to chase after Him. You know? Even, even, when it, even when it touches the very things that I know that I need work on. Listen, I, I think sometimes this thing, salvation, you know, sozo, it, there's, there's so much to it. Pastor Brandy, you need to preach on sozo sometime. There's so much that unfolds and so much that needs to be unpackaged around, around us as believers. But listen, I want you to see this today because, see, Jesus, Jesus is saying one thing. You've got to keep coming. You've got to keep coming. You've got to keep coming. You keep pressing. You keep pushing. You keep making things happen. You keep, you, you keep believing me in faith for, 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 for the things that, you know, faith. Think about it. How did, how, God loves faith. The Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. So, so we know what doesn't please God, but we know that faith pleases God. 
So we have to be in a place where, you know what, I'm going to please my Savior, and I'm going to continually pursue faith. I'm going to talk about that here in a second, praise God. But understand, every, you know, new, you think about growing as a believer, growing as a Christian. There, you know, God wants to, there, there are levels. The Bible, says, the Bible says this, that he's given everybody a measure of faith. What you do with that measure is up to you. What you, do, what you do with that measure of faith, I, I love it that he's put something in me, but I have to water that measure of faith. I have to grow that measure of faith. I, you know, listen, you can be a stagnant Christian. You, you, you truly can. You, you can sit around and wait. God's one day going to send revival. God's one day going to do this. God's one day, he's going to do that. But, you know, please understand, God's not in heaven just waiting to send things. He sent Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago to die for our sickness and disease. You know, people said, you know, well, this week people got hit. We got people out now. There, there's whatever got hit. You know, two or three days people got sick with flu or whatever. Well, pastor, what do you do? I pray. What, what do I, I, I pray. You know, I go into my own home. My wife got hit this week. And, it, it, you know, she looked at me and said, when's the last time I've been sick? I said, I don't know. I don't know, but I, you know, I go in and lay my hands on her head. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for healing. I thank you for touching her body in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you that this stuff's eradicated out of my home in Jesus' mighty name. What, what do I do? I, I pray. What do we do as believers? We pray. We, we call upon him. We call upon him. We ask him to intervene. It's not that I'm not... I, <laughs> You, you guys understand who we serve? He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. His name is Jesus. It's, it, it's, not a, it's not some fairy tale name. It's not just, well, we like it sometimes. No, the name has power. The name has power. You know, demons... I, you know, I, I, I love this because demons don't have any place or any, any, any authority. That demons have to, they have to bow at the mention of the name of Jesus. So we have authority over the demonic. People say, well, I'm praying over this stronghold. We just go and we take, the, we, we take an area. Why? It's because we've been given the name. Are there demons? Yeah, there's demons. Are there principalities? Yeah. That was here when we got here. <laughs> we, you know, how do you set your faith? You set your faith to pray in a way that's going to break things open. If I'm a believer and all I sit, I sit around and do is focus on the problem, I'm not operating in faith. I've, I've left faith and I've moved into a place called fear. So I, can, I can't and I won't, I won't establish that in my mind that I'm going to walk in fear. I'm going to walk in faith. Amen? I'm going to walk in faith. So everybody's got to have a moment. Please understand this. If you've never come to Jesus, you've got to come to Him. There's no time. This is not a time to be absent from Jesus. There's got to be a real coming to him. Amen. You know, I, I think about this. Take your Bibles, go to John 15. Because see, if you see this, I, you know, so much about this word this year to, you, you know, thrive. You know, if we're going to thrive and we're going to grow to, we're going to grow and go to new levels, we're going to thrive in the things of God, we have to understand there are personal things that we're going to have to do. There are things that you will have to do. Guys, listen, hear this. There are things that you will have to do. It's not, it's not, well, the church needs to do this for me. No, there will be things that you have to do personally to grow your faith this year. If you're going to thrive, 
Amen. You know, and as I've said this many times, if, if you begin to thrive, guess what happens? The church begins to thrive. The church, because individually, you, you think about collectively, we're the body. We're the body. Brother Donald was talking about it the other day. We're, we're the body made up of many parts. We, you know, you need that. You need, you need the arm. You need the leg. You, you need the eyes. You need the ears. The body of Christ made up of many parts. I, I can't do what Brother Steve does. Praise God. But I can, I, can, I can support him. And I can speak into that. And I can drive by his place of business and prophesy. Father, I thank you that you're filling up this building. I thank you, Father, that you're going to bless it in Jesus' mighty name. That's my role as a pastor. You know, I stood in a market, uh, the, the parking lot at the mall six years ago. The mall was, it looked like a bomb went off. You know, and that's the thing in West Virginia. You know, some of these communities, it, it, they, look, they, look, they look horrible. And, you know, but I, I, I'm sitting here saying, you know, where's the church? The church has got to take, you know, we've got to go stand, and we've got to take back the land. We've got to take back the territory. Amen. That's what he's called us to do. I stood, we stood in that parking lot six years ago. Father, I thank you that you're changing this community. Father, I pray that you put business. I don't know how it's going to happen. It's not like I've got $10, $10 million, but my God does. You guys, you guys catching this? Because, see, my God, ha- my God has all the resources. So we, we stood in that park. Father, I thank you that this community is going to change. I thank you, Father. You're going to give us a ministry in this house, and we launched it. it. It's transformation. You're going to put people out on the streets to soul win out of this church. We're going to see people come to Jesus. Home after home after home, we, we started hitting. You know, street ministry, we, we started doing all that. Why? Because we're taking back what belongs to God. The church, it belongs to him. It doesn't belong to the devil. It doesn't belong to the enemy. So we're that standard. God's raised up a standard. I guess I feel like preaching today. Praise Jesus. But, but he's raised up a standard. You're that standard. And so until you get that here, you get it in your, get it in your mind, you, you're, you're going you're to walk confused. You're going to walk in fear. You're going to walk in retreat. And, you know, I remember when the first, I don't even know, Ace Home Center was already there, and I was like, man, they're alone, they're alone over here. They, they need, there needs to be more business. Next thing I know, a business went in, and another business, and another business. And I just, you, you, it's like dominoes. You just watch what God does. Well, you, well, an investor did that. Does God not use investors? I, I've talked to the investor. I prayed with him. I told him, I said, you know, I've been praying for this community that, that God, that, that there would be a turnaround. He said, well, thank you. He, he might have said a few other things, but he said, thank you. Blank, blank. But, you know, praise God. God wants to do it through the church. He wants to do it through a people. He wants to do it through you. That coming is continual. Amen. John 15, are you there? John 15, 5, it says, catch this, because, if, you see, because the, the, we're going to grow in the things of God when we begin to understand intimacy. You know, it's, it's a word that most guys are like, oh, intimacy. What does that word really mean? But watch this. It says, it says I, am, I am the vine. You guys have been preaching out of this text. It's so good. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him. There's relationship right there. You've got to see it because if I abide, the coming to, if I abide in him, he abides in me. It it, it signifies relationship. It signifies that I, I as a Christian, I as a believer, can be in relationship with him. That if I abide in him, you know what he does? He abides in me. 
So, and that, that goes back to that whole obedience thing. If I even get there today, I might have to finish it up tonight. But there, there's a walk of obedience. And, but we're called to abide. We're called to abide. What, let me keep reading. It says, if anyone does not abide in me, watch what happens if we don't abide. Sometimes we just got to read the word. We, well, why is these things happening? Are you abiding? Why, why, why does it feel like the storms are raging in my life? And I don't know what to do. Or I've retreated. Or, 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 or fear has entered in. My, my question is, are you abiding? Are you abiding? Are, are, is there a coming to Jesus? Are, are, you, are you casting your cares? Are, are you throwing it over to Him? Or are, are you... What are you around? Let me, add, let me keep adding to this. Because what are you hanging around? If, you, if you're hanging around people that, that aren't abiding, if you're hanging around people that, well, you know, I had that problem too once. You know, and yeah, you just wait and see. Just, you know, you got this or you got that. You know, I, I've had this happen to my... You, you, you Listen, people will try to relate with every problem you've ever had. You know, it, you, know you can have a, a, a toe sprain and somebody will want to diagnose, diagnose you with cancer. I mean, you know, it, it's... It, you know, people will want to, they'll want to just throw junk on you. So you don't abide in, abide in what people say. You abide in the, in the words of Jesus. You don't abide, you don't abide by, 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 by the world's standards. You abide by His standards. Amen? So there's got to be a real abiding. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as, as, as a branch and it's withered. They gather them and they throw them in the fire and they are burned. So, so what do we do when a branch is bad? We throw it in the fire. We throw it in the fire. You ever had to cut a branch off? Uh, you ever had to cut something out of, off, out of your life? Yes, amen. That's every one of us here, right? Because, because what, 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 I'm, what I'm talking about, that's the coming to Jesus. And as we're coming to Jesus and we're learning to abide in him, he's like, you know, you really need to get this out of your life. And, you know, it's like, you know, you said it last night. It's like, we think the big things, right? Well, you know, I, I don't, we, we, you know, we think about just the big things. Well, I don't do this anymore. Jesus has helped me with that. What happens when Jesus starts pressing the little things? Mm. What happens when Jesus starts touching the little things? You know, um, I mean, there's so many little things that he's, you know, he, he'll touch. You know, I, I've got my own plenty of examples, right? Everybody here's got examples of the little things he'll touch. And we can focus on the big things. He delivered me. He saved me. He set me free. He got me out of drugs. He got me out of alcohol. He got me, he got me out of pornography. He got me out of this stuff. You know, these big things. But what happens when Jesus starts touching the little things? He's, you know, the branches start, you know, start getting chopped. And he starts, he starts you know, see, it's, you know, this picture of being pruned. Oh, man, that's, that's what Jesus wants to do. That's what he wants to do with our life. And it's key to see this. It says, if you abide in me, my word abides in you. You will ask what you desire, and it should be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified, that you, what? That you bear much fruit. That you bear much fruit. So it's important to understand why, why, why the abiding. Why, why the cutting away. It's so that we would bear much fruit. You know, I said it already. Jesus emphasized a mutual relationship, the abiding. I abide in him, he abides in me. And, um, you know, the purpose of the branch, you know, understand something about the branch. The branch has a, has a purpose. That branch purpose is that it would bear fruit. What does fruit do? 
fruit reproduces. That, that's, that's, that's the role of fruit. And, and Jesus is saying it's that you would bear much fruit, that you would reproduce. I don't want to lose you here because it's important that you hear this and you see this. It's that you would reproduce. I, as a believer, need to reproduce. You, as a believer, need to reproduce. Why? It's that, that's multiplication. You know, Jesus was into multiplication. You guys understand that, right? He, he, that he wants to multiply the church. He wants to multiply you. He wants to multiply the message. He, he wants to multiply the message through you. It's not that you just come into church. It, it, you come in on a Sunday and you check it off. It's that he wants to multiply you. He wants to touch you for a reason. Because you, you, you know, listen, I, I, you know, I, I, we're his mouthpiece. Who's going to do it if we don't do it? Please understand, it's not, catch this today in your spirit, it's not that we just are only hearers of the word. It's that we become doers of the word. And that's what Jesus is talking about in this, in this passage. Let's, let's, let's look at the second part because, number two, we have to hear. We have to hear. So we, we understand there's a coming to Jesus. The second point, we hear. We hear. We hear the word of God. How's, how's faith built? The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we understand that, that you know, like today, I, I believe that even here today through worship that God would, God would begin to give people a word today. Something would, something would click with somebody, you know, whether it's like, you know, uh, a word, like thrive. I, you know, I'm using that as an example. But God would give a person a word in here today or something that, the, that he's requiring, something that he's asking you to do. It might, be, it might be to get rid of something. It might be, it might be no, I need to go tell ten people about Jesus. You know, I, I shared it this past Wednesday, you know, and I know there are a lot of people out, but I, I, I can't wait until this church catches this. How many people are you bringing to church next week? How many people are coming with you next week? How many people? Well, you know, Pastor, I don't know anybody. Join a gym. I know where, the, I know where there's one. I, you know, join a gym. Go meet some people. God's not calling people to put their heads in the sand and bury their heads in the sand right now. He's calling people to get involved. Go out and touch your community. Touch your workplace. You know, I, and you don't have to over-spiritualize it. You know, many times, you know, hey, you know, would you like to come to church with me? You know, let, me add, let me add to that because it's, I'll pick you up. I'll meet you in the parking lot. I'll introduce you to Brother John. Brother Michael, you know, they're great guys. I'll, I'll introduce you to them. Four months, uh, you know, not four months, four weeks from later, we'll have you serving in the parking lot. Praise Jesus. Now, why? Because we, we want to get people doing things for Jesus. What you do for him matters. You know why? It's because, think about this foundation. Back to foundation. Because, listen, I, you know, you've got to get doing things for Jesus. Because, you know, listen, it doesn't just, I got saved and I'm on my way to heaven. It, it, it doesn't stop there. It starts there. It starts there for the believer. So what can I do for him? What, 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 how can I shout his name from the rooftops? What, what, what position will he put me in today or tomorrow to be able to, to, to give him praise, to glorify the kingdom, to bring more people to heaven? Amen? It's that we win souls. We can't, listen, we can't forgo soul winning. We can't forgo not sharing the good news. Amen? 
That's the Great Commission. Every believer, you're like, Pastor, I'm just, I've never done that. Then come and be a part of the Go Team. Come and be a part where, where the Gospels get shared. You know, praise God. Angela, thank you. She got to share a testimony this weekend at one of, our, uh, one of our facilities. Praise God. Praise God. What God has done. What God, what no eye has seen. That's what he's doing here. Praise Jesus. So we understand there's got to be a real abiding. That's, that's that coming to Jesus. Oh, man, I, I, where am I? Let's talk, about, let's talk about listening to the word. I, I said this earlier. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we understand that even out of this scripture, fruit should reproduce. Amen? But the greatest thing about faith, the greatest thing about faith that is, is that what, that's what God gives every believer. The Bible says he's given you a measure of faith. How do you grow faith? How do you grow faith? You water faith. You work faith. You start, you start professing. You start, declar- you start declaring. Yeah, my wife, I walked in her vision board for the year. She's got, I don't know, 100 declarations, 50, I don't know. Declarations. You begin, you begin in the operation of faith. What's that look like? I am healed. That's a declaration. I am prosperous. I will be the head and not the tail. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the country. Those are declarations of faith. Well, are, are, you know, you don't look like you're, you're right there right now. No, that's where I'm headed. That's where I'm going. You know, we start talking about a debt-free property. That's where we're going. We start talking about a building. <laughs> that's where we're going. I don't, we don't see it yet, but it's coming, amen? Amen, and guess what happens? When, when, when that building's built and we, we, we have the visual of seeing that building, guess what we do? We move back into the operation of faith. Say, how, how, do we, how, do we, how do we get another building? How do we do this? How do we do that? Those are the things that must be maintained in a person's life is the operation of faith. I'm trying not to get out. Uh, I don't want to get too much into faith. Um, we have to listen, and, and I think that's one of the things that Jesus is saying. You know, look, if you're going to have a, if you're going to have that foundation of Christ Jesus, that that foundation which is laid, and then we build upon that, you've got to listen. You got to you got to position yourself where where you're listening, where you're seeing the Word of God as your source, where you're seeing the Word of God as your source. You know, I, I think many years ago, I, as I started into to ministry, one of the things that we can, we as Christians can do, and, and you know, as a pastor, we can begin to look at, or it's not that I want to be careful how I say this, but we, 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 we can look at or be around people of great faith. And, uh, and I've had the privilege, and I'm thankful for that. But that's that person's faith. That's that person's faith. You know, so God's asking us. He's, a, he's asking you. He's asking me. He's, he's asking us to, 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 to hear the word, to hear the word, to see the word for ourselves. For ourselves. You know, I, I, I celebrate, man, so many victories, so many things that I've seen God do. 
But I, you know, I remember when my wife and I joined Kings, and it was a, we become a part of Kings, and it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a beautiful thing. It, it was, it was a beautiful in the sense that we didn't really, we had faith. If I were to go back and and, and look at that point in our life, just whatever it was, we were going to believe God for the impossible. We needed a building. All we could do was pray and fast. God give us a building. You know, he he get, he give us a, a, another church location in K and I Peninsula, and um, and it was it was through faith and by faith in which God did that. But when we joined Kings, I I, I realized that we were under a general, Doctor Morocco. Great faith. There's somebody that possesses great faith in in in. Is, is a great leader. And it, it's so easy as a believer to just slide under that. It's so easy as a believer just to slide under somebody else's faith and covering. Now, I'm thankful for the covering because it's huge. It's, it's great. There's such a spiritual covering. You know, you guys have a church that prays for this church every day. You know, I talked with Michael in Dallas. He was like, you don't understand. We're praying for you guys in West Virginia. You're going to be a hub in West Virginia. There are going to be churches grow out of this, this location. I said, amen, you're right. I believe that. I believe that. So I, I, I understand that. But I understand something about the word for, for us and, and, and you as an individual. See, and, I, and it goes back to what I'm talking about with thriving this year. That you, you have to thrive, body, soul, and spirit this year. You personally have to make a devotion and a dedication to say, no, this is where I'm headed. This is where I'm going. It's got to get personal. It's got to get personal. It's not that we're, it's not, you know, I, I love the covering, but it's that I can't just ride off of one man's faith. I can't just ride off of, you know, when we, when we come under the ministry, we're with Brother Jonathan, Pastor Jonathan, Evangelist Jonathan, Shuttlesworth. I couldn't ride, we couldn't, you know, it's, it's easy to just, you know, you know, we're just waiting for a blessing, you know, waiting for that next check to come in. No, that wasn't what we did. We, 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 we went after things. We stayed the course, and we believe God. We learned to believe God. Amen? We learned that operation, and you, you, you only get there as if you're reading the Word. You're getting the Word of God in you, and you're building yourself up. So not only there's a coming to Jesus, those moments will happen throughout your life, but then there's, there's the hearing. You have to position yourself to hear from God. If you're not hearing, if you're not hearing, you ask, why am I not hearing? Am I listening to the wrong things? And unfortunately, that's, that happens. We, people will listen to the wrong things. They'll be in the wrong place. So it's important that you establish, you establish yourself where you're going to hear from God. There are places where I can go, I know I hear from God. Amen? Kings Maui happens to be one of those places. I, you know, I remember, <laughs> praise God, I remember, <laughs> Jesus. I remember when uh, we had moved here, and uh, I, I called doctor, and I said, doctor, listen, I said, uh, I said, we've got so much going on. It's not like, I mean, we, we you know, he's running a church of 50,000 people, right? You know, he's, so it's not like his stuff he's doing small. I said, you know, we've just got a lot going on in West Virginia. You know, we're in this middle of this church plant, and, and I said, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it to conference. And he said, Pastor Brad. And that's all he had to really say was Pastor Brad. So he said, you know, I do these conferences three times a year. 
he said, and um, the Lord told me to do this. And I, after he said the Lord told me to do this, I was just like, who am I? You know, that's, I, I wanted to just shrink, right? And, um, and he said, I do these for you guys. It's so that you're, you, you come and you receive. And you receive this anointing upon your life. So I, I, I've learned to always value that. And uh, there's three meetings a year. I'll be there. Because at that point, it was something that, that, that I realized, you know, faith comes by hearing. It was a place so many times where, where, I, where I've heard. It, there's so many times where I've got touched. You know, Miranda and I in the last staff meeting. I mean, it, this is the first day of staff conference and meeting. And, you know, the Holy Ghost falls in our staff training. I mean, it's just some of you guys have had an opportunity to experience that. Brian and I did one, I think, Brian, one of the first staff meetings him and Greg were at. I looked over, and Brian was, he was, the power of God had already touched him. It was, it was in worship at staff training. There are places and moments where God can, God can touch you. Are you running after those? Are, are, are you looking for those, those places of encounter? Because you, you need to encounter Him. You've got to get to a place where you hear. If you're not hearing, press into Him. You know, Pastor, do you have to go to Maui to hear from God? No. No, you, you can hear from God right in this seat today. You can, you can hear, you know. But, you know, this was something that our pastor said, this is what I'm doing for pastors and ministers. I'm, I'm setting you up and, and, and we're sowing into you. And time and time and time again, from prophetic words to, to being touched by God. <laughs> you know, Miranda and I, I mean, first day, we, we get to Maui, everything's good. And, you know, and it was good the whole week. But, you know, the, we were in training not even 10 minutes. And we're both on the floor. Doctor comes over, grabs us. I don't know if he bumped our heads. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, we're just out. We're on the floor. But it was something where, you know, it's, it's, you, you, you experienced. You experienced Jesus. I'm going to tell you, you you've got to establish the, the hearing. You've got you to quit listening to... Quit, <laughs> quit listening. Well, we're all Christians. Why can't we all get along? Why, you know, why can't all the churches just meet in one building? Goodness gracious, we need more churches. You know, and people like people get mad when you say that. Why, what, you know, praise God there's churches in our community. Praise God. He, praise God, he, he, there's works. You know, we don't have a big enough building to do kids. I'm thankful there are churches throughout this community that can run three and 400 kids. Amen. We will have that one day, but we don't right now. I'm thankful that there's, there's churches that are running three and 400 kids on a Sunday. Amen. You've got to establish yourself where you're hearing. You're hearing, listening, listening. Lastly, it's that you obey. You obey. I've really... I really went uh, sideways here. But lastly, that you obey. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You know, in life we think, well, I'm going to sacrifice this, I'm going to sacrifice that. What God's looking for is he's looking for your obedience. Are you obedient when he's called you to do? Are you obedient when he's asking you to do? Are you, are you obedient? Because, see, listen, when you're obedient to do what God's called you to do, there's going to be an anointing on your life. There's going to be an anointing on your life to do that very thing he's asked you to do. Some of you may say, well, I build houses. And, you know, I feel called to do that. Praise Jesus. You're walking in the anointing. I have a great sound guy back here. He's anointed. I, I, you know, you guys are building systems. 
You know, I, I, you know, I heard that. I heard it. You know, it's just a testimony. It's your testimony. But, but you know, Pastor Harold was like, you know, you know, you wouldn't believe what Brother Tim's doing. He, they're building systems for churches. They're building whole complete systems for churches. And, they're, you know, they're troubleshooting all this stuff and, and finding out how to, you know, it wasn't that he was, like, waiting on somebody to show him how to do something. He's anointed to make things happen. So he's meeting with distributors all over the world. I, I, I'm, if I'm butchering it, I'm sorry. So, but he's meeting with people from all over the world to figure out how to develop these systems. And I want one, praise Jesus. I'm, we're going to get one. But, you know, there, there's mics, and it, it's, it's a box. And it's got speakers, and it's got all this stuff. And it, it's, it's a portable system that you can take because we're going to be portable this year because we've got nine and a half acres over here that we're going to hold revival on this year, amen? We may not have a church building yet, but we're going to hold revival. So we need a system, amen? We need a stage, amen? We, you need to be able to bring your lawn chair, amen? You know, it, it's... There's got to be a place where we can gather and meet, but we've got to have the right equipment. Amen. So, so, but God does that. He'll take somebody with their gift and he'll, 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 he'll show them how to do something. And, you know, and what his heart is, his heart is to, is, to, is to advance the kingdom of God. He understands it. God does that with people. You know, I, Tim's in his lane. What's your lane? Run, run in your lane. Run in your lane. Be strong in your lane. Be courageous in your lane. Amen? Run in your lane. Praise God. Faith obey. You know, see, understand, see, see, faith moves into obedience. Man, there, there's nothing better. There'll be, there'll be an anointing. There'll be, there'll be something that comes upon your life that says, I know you can't do this, but I can do that. You know, or and then and then it's like, you know, even for me to talk with him, and he was like, Well, this is what I'm doing. I don't know anything about it. It's not like I'm gonna, I'm not gonna spend, I'm not even gonna spend 10 minutes researching it. Because I'm gonna believe him. I'm gonna believe the anointed man or woman of God that God's given a gift to make something happen. That's the stuff we're gonna see happen in the last days. People coming together to, to, to they're walking it out in obedience. Amen. They're doing it in obedience. Praise Jesus. See, faith, faith, faith is going to lead you. And I'm not trying to come back around faith. It's just hard not to talk about faith sometimes. Faith, faith is going to lead you to follow Jesus. Don't leave, don't leave faith. Don't leave it. Stay in it. Stay the course. You know, maybe somebody needed to hear that today. Maybe, maybe you feel like, man, I'm, I, feel, I feel a little whipped. I feel, I feel beat down. I feel hurt. I feel this or I feel that. Don't, don't leave it. You, listen, you, you, you've got a Jesus that you can call upon. You've got a Jesus that you can call upon. You, 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 got, you, come to a, you come to a place where you get the Word of God sewed into you where, you, where you allow the Holy Spirit to begin to touch you. It's not what I say. It's what you allow the Holy Spirit to do in you and through you. I'm not that good. Uh, guys, it's what the Holy Spirit does in you and through you. It's, and that's why we say, bring your notebook. God's going to speak. I, I pray that way. I come into these meetings. God, speak to your people today. Use me. I know, you, God, you, you've used a lot of 
funny things in the Bible. Use me, Lord. I'm funny. <laughs> I laugh at myself. Amen. Nobody in my family laughs at me, but I'm funny. Amen. My family said, Amen. Don't embarrass me, Dad. But guys, <clears throat> guys God, God can do this through you. He can use you. He can, he can change you. He can, he, you man, he, he can do all this. You know, and, and as, as, I'm, as I'm closing this out, please understand, it's, it's truly about obeying. Are, are, are you going to do what God's asked you to do? You know, the, one of the greatest areas of, of obedience that, I, that I've moved in over my life is, is, is giving. And uh, I was reading a story last night, and it was uh, the founder of Colgate. And in 1806, he started the, the it's, uh, it's the uh, minister, if you would, come to the keyboard, one of you guys. It was... Um, he had founded Colgate Toothpaste in 1806. And when he had started the company, he made a decision that his business was going to give 10% to the kingdom of God. 10%. He started at 10%. Then he went to 20%. Then he went to 30%. Then he went to 40%. And then he went to 50%. This was in 1806. 200 years later... It's still the leading toothpaste brand in the world. And I think it's a fascinating story because, because I, I think about even in the areas of, of, of obedience for the believer, you've got to learn to give. You know, I give an example of money here, but it's not only money that you have to give. It's, I shouldn't say have to give. It's, it's your choice to give. You know, I, I, we teach people what God's Word says. Uh, you know, that, that's important to me. I, don't, I have to give an account for what we teach. So it's important that we show people what God's Word says. What, what, it, what it says. That's why we teach on giving in this house. Amen. We don't only teach on just financial giving or financial prosperity. We teach on giving, giving back being a church that gives back being a church that serves you know and I, I'm not joking when I say you know somebody new in a month two months could they be helping out in the parking lot absolutely yes absolutely you know it, it's that it's that God wants us to give how do, we, how do we push this thing along? How does the church advance? How does the church move? If it's just one person giving, if it was just Pastor Miranda and I trying to preach and she led worship, praise Jesus, praise God, that she led worship and, and I preached for 10 minutes and said, oh, we got babies in the back crying. I've got to run back there and do that. I gotta, we got to do that. Oh, and then we got to go downstairs. We've got that age group. and we got. See, two people can't do it. See, Jesus, he made disciples. He made disciples. That's what we're called to do. That's what you're called to do. It's not only that we, we see salvations, we see people one to Christ, it's that we make disciples. What, do, what, does, that, what does that take? It, it takes us giving. Giving. Giving of ourselves. 
Dr. always says, giving of our time, our treasure, our talents. What do you have? What do you have that you can give? If you would just stand on your feet today. What do you have that you can give God? What do you have that, you, you, that, you, that you're saying, you know what, I, I'm willing to give. You know, maybe, maybe you're in here today and may, maybe you have a windfall of $10 million. I don't know. The only thing God's saying is, you know, do, do what my word tells you to do. Be obedient. What's, what's God asking you to do? And it's 2024. What is God asking you to do at the very beginning part of this year? What are you setting your faith for? What are, what are you saying? You know, no, I, I, I'm, I'm believing that this is what this year is going to shape up and look like. What are you willing to give God this year? I'm willing to give God more time, individual time. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you, see, and that's, that's, a, that's true for probably many of us. You can get caught. You can get caught up in this 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 life, this this race called life, and you've not you've not developed or spent that time of abiding. Abiding. It's that I abide in Him and He abides in me. It's conditional. If you don't abide, He's not going to be there. It's conditional. God loves me regardless. God does love. But there are conditions. There, there, there are things in the Bible that are very conditional. Giving's one of them. The word says, that's what the word says. People, uh, people come to me and say, well, you guys talk about, you know, I've, I've had people leave here. You know, you guys talk about offering every week. I'm just not real comfortable with that. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm doing what the Lord told me to do. If I don't teach people what the word says, then leave. Go somewhere where you're going to be comfortable them teaching a tithe and offering message once a year. I don't want that to sound, you know, it doesn't matter. If we don't, if we don't teach people to give of their time, their talents and treasures, I, there's no reason for me to be behind this pulpit, nor you. If we're not here to make disciples, if we're not here to, 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 to advance the kingdom of God, I, I'm out. Why? Why would I be here? It's that you would multiply. Amen. I, I, and guys, listen, I, this is a great giving church. It's going to be even greater. Amen. I, I'm, so I'm not here busting on people about giving. It's yeah, Tap into God's blessing. Tap, tap into what God, you, you, you become obedient to his word. You become obedient to do what he tells you to do. You're blessed. And when you check out, when you go to heaven and, you, and you're standing there, the great, the great judgment, right? It, this is not going to get burned up because I've done what God's told me to do. Amen. I've been obedient to do what he's told me to do. That foundation, I build upon that and I build upon that. God's very principled. There's so many things in the Bible that we that if we were to take just and in, in, in follow the principles, God's hand, God's blessing is going to be on be upon people's lives. Amen. Your time, your talents, your treasures.